0: I wanted to express my deepest apologies for this episode here because our recorders had gotten full the storage from our archives and what we've been doing with the new station had reached its limit when I recorded this episode. However, the good news is as we still got the first hour of cosmic conditions and you can always go back into the archives and listen to the full shows of the cosmic conditions with Mary Ducena and every new moon. Now I've figured out what to do to make sure this doesn't happen again. Again, my deepest apologies, but the main message of each cosmic condition show is in the first hour, anyways. So you're only missing out on the call-ins. All right, enjoy.
1: Can you tell me how many of them there were? Were you you getting food? But the teachers are alive. They're not books. They are the very living essences of nature itself. What a strange person. Unbelievably powerful
0: supercomputer that's running our reality, and we don't have a clue as to how to operate it. So when maybe you or somebody else creates an AGI system, and you get to ask her one question, what would that question be? outside the simulation. Say in your mind, say to yourself, I am more than my physical body because I am more than physical matter. I can perceive that which is greater than the physical world. State, New York, it's Lighting the Void. <laughs> that sounds like we did the Saturday, that live intro there. It's Lighting the Void, live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting. I'm your host, Joe Roop. Tonight, Mary Ducina is back for Cosmic Conditions. And uh, some of you, we got some uh, new people listening, too. Thank God, right? You guys came in. Uh, we got some new people listening for the first time, so I want to tell you, if you never heard this show, this is The Ringer. Mary is uh, pretty much like the mother of the show, and uh, she gives us our free readings here on Lighting the Void, every new moon. We also discuss the energies of the cosmos and astrology and the moon, and we really get down and deep and a little bit open and a little bit vulnerable sometimes. We make some good connections during this show, and it's become quite popular, actually. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know why. It's probably me. can't be Mary for sure, but um, <laughs> yeah, the show has become quite popular and uh, a lot of people have been asking Mary to come on their shows now and I'm really happy for that because she should be. Everybody should know who this woman is. You need to go to the website, com. She was born on Halloween, a true mystic, a true witch. Thank you for coming back on, Mary. It's good to have you back.
1: Thank you, Joe, and thank you Lighting the Void Tribal Void Walkers, I'm you know gratitude is such magic, and thank you for that, Joe. That was really heartfelt and wonderful. I felt my chakras tingle.
0: Now you're very they,
1: tingled. they got bedazzled. Thank you. I, I just I always like to start the energetic signature of Captain Joe, our Captain Aries on board, and all of his sponsors and all of the loyal, loyal listeners. And as Joe said to you, welcome. lighting the void you are more than your physical dimension you are more and you are able to perceive more than as the show intro states just your physical beingness but we move with this super new moon time to make notes (laughs) this is virgo and this is the virgo supermoon and we open this honoring the earth mother because this is pre-Mabon, pre for the Northern Hemisphere, August equinox this year, which will be on 922, when the sun shifts into the sign of Libra and we start the air element. Right now, it's the full impact of the earth womb and the earth lushness, the yin, the magnetic frequencies are here. So this isn't the hostile woman. This isn't the the irritated or confused feminine yin vibration. This is the full embodiment of the ability to give life, the ability to nurture, the ability to look at how the word nurture and nature are as one. So whether we are biologically yin magnetic or yang electrical, this is that time of the year where we're beginning to leave the season of summer 2020 about to open up the portal of autumn on nine 22 of 2020. And this is that time to look back to March of 2020. The Ides of March were when we started the signature of the lockdowns with the pandemic. So it happened prior to St. Patrick's day. It happened in the Ides of March pretty much in this country. It may have happened a little earlier in China or a little earlier in that town in Italy. But here, it started to really roll out in mid-March. So this was Pisces, and the Pisces-Virgo axis are sister to each other. So Virgo and Pisces are both yin, magnetic, medicinal, astrological signatures and frequencies of service so when we come to Virgo we come to the point of perception and the ability to perceive it deeper and to be able to say first let me start with I am grateful for my life Aho I bless my beloved mother earth and the nature of all supernatural energies, and frequencies of harmony that I now ask for, I now summon and cast forth upon my home planet, upon this beautiful blue-green jewel, beloved Mother Earth, thank you. Where you need rain, may it so now manifest. Where you need to have power restored, may that also now come to be and be in restoration mode. And as the Celtic prayer goes, may you never thirst, may you never hunger, may you always have safe, warm shelter, and may those earth angels, because they're real, show up and be there for you in philanthropic ways. May we all celebrate kindness, may we all be more generous, and may we all shift our perceptions now in this season, in this sign of Virgo, the metaphysical astrology of Virgo, is I heal as I see it bigger than what the apparent external lesson, challenge, or issue is. So when you have an issue, when you have a problem, when you have a lack, when you have an emotional drought or an insecurity in Virgo, this is the time for you to realize that the yin-yang and the great infinity What goes forth cycles back to come back to you. It's the time of year if you'll celebrate the magic of being generous with your kindness, with encouraging words, with uplifting another, by blessing another along the way, be it animal or human, by that pause, by that pregnant pause of kindness. As Joe and I bring to you once a month here with our Cosmic Conditions New Moon Show, we're here, to help serve you and uplift you away from the quagmires and where you're locked up and you feel currently frozen in fear or locked in resentment or confusion, we're here to help you unlock. So Virgo, in each one of the zodiac signs, I do metaphysical astrology. I, I Some people call it Western astrology, but for me it's more the sacred science of the star language. And it's a unique approach that I'm good with. I don't think I'm the best, better of anybody else, but it works for me. I know how to speak stars. And so the energetic uplift of Virgo is the nurse, the physical therapist, the holistic practitioner, those of you that have taken Reiki, martial arts, learned how to work with your chi, your prana, read and studied some of the masters on other sides of the world. For me, one of them was Paramahansa Yogananda I honor my masters, this is the time of the year for all of us, all of us, to acknowledge, to thank, and to be in a poignant present pause to think back, not just to March of this year, but to think back across your life in biological sequence of years, decades, back into your childhood when the going got rough. Who was it that showed up to lift you up in the air, to help you escape, to be a benefactor to you, both in deed or finances or emotional support, or was a lover for a time that really did serve a good purpose for you, even though it may not have ended up in the fairy tale ending that you wanted it to be. But when you look back on it, you saw the medicine of it. The way I work with the stars is to tie it into the First Nations teaching, So my church is when I go outside and I do my healing fire ceremony exercises and that ritual outside when I explain the different directions for me automatically tied into our beautiful birth maps, our nativities, our star maps, where we look at our sun signs, our moon signs, and the sign that opens up the portal, which is called the rising sign of the ascendant. Well, that's east on the First Nations Native American medicine wheel. And so Virgo is the sixth sign of the Western Zodiac. There are 12. So we're at that point now of looking back at six months of this year and saying, okay, this is my point of homage and honoring, releasing any subconscious sabotage, calling forth spotlight and luminous light on any of my dirty psychic energy. This is the time of year where I start my true grit, shamanic rituals and ceremonies and meditations. And here's the key with Virgo that unlocks you. You can read the great book. You can listen to the great broadcast podcast. You can go to YouTube. You can do this. You can do that. But if you don't, it's just words if you don't put it into practice. Virgo is the boots on the ground. Do the ritual. Do the practice. Do it for the sake of getting it into your muscle memory like they'll teach you in yoga or martial arts. You've got to get it ingrained because as you do the practice, as you have the due diligence, Virgo about discipline, and as you actually do the discipline of working more efficiently, organizing better, decluttering, going through your stuff and where it's cluttered or it's outworn, give it away. Let your giveaways be someone else's treasures at those thrift stores or at that food bank or whatever it is. This is that time of year before we get into Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius. This is that time of year where you can truly make an honest assessment without shame or blame of saying to yourself, okay, I I could tighten it up. I could do better. I could be more dedicated. I practiced what I'm preaching now today. And took the whole day and stayed in and just enjoyed swimming along the river of stars. So here we go. pen in hand. Here we go. This super moon, which means the moon is larger, it's although it's a new moon, so the stars will be brighter, but it's closer to Mother Earth. And Native American teachings, it's grandmother Moon and Mother Earth are in harmony at this new moon. This is the first of three, supermoons in a row. Yeah, three supermoons in a row. This new moon casting of intentions, wish crafting, dream weaving is a cycle that lasts through October the 16th. So we'll have a supermoon highlighting the sign of Libra. Then on November, the third one on November, mid-November of 13th and 14th, it will be the transformation moon and it'll be a graduation a graduation of the life lessons and the applications and the perseverance that we do under this new moon if we do the work now we start to feel and see tangible results and the harmonizing within ourselves by the next new moon in libra in mid-october and then by mid-november when we get to that 13th 14th of november with the scorpio supermoon that's the phoenix That's the rising up, that's the transformation and the graduation. And it's a graduation that goes back to 2001, 2002. So we're going back 19 to 20 years. The Mars retrograde that we have right now, the last time Mars did the retrograde in his home sign of Aries, this ties back to 1988. So for those of you that are too young for 1988 to be a big deal in your memory, try to find out what the signature changes were in your family dynamic. If you were just a toddler then, or you were just starting first grade in 1988, then look at what the dynamics were in the town you lived in, how your parents were getting along, what the storybook of your childhood, what was the orbit around that? Was it a really serene time? Or did the high tide come? Did the tsunami come in to do with the family dynamic? Maybe not with your family, that may be with relatives or issues that affected your home life, affected your parents' emotional well-being. Those of you that are older, you know, easily will remember, if you're born in the 70s, 60s, you'll, you'll easily be able to look back to 1988, 1989. So in astrology, it's like wonderful little repeating patterns, you know, planets orbit on our Earth journey. And so when you have some of these little timelines that you can bounce back and forth with it helps to give you some interesting dynamics of push-pull give-take and so the fastest one is that we go back to March of 2020 when we had the Pisces cycle because during the Pisces cycle the full moon is always going to be in Virgo and in the Virgo cycle the full moon is going to end up being in Pisces so when you have one sign being represented and lit up by the sun, the full moon, while the sun is in that particular zodiac sign, the full moon is when we have the 180 degrees, the actual polarity magic of the opposition. So what we're having with all of this magic is that it's the earth element and the water element. By the time we get into Libra on September 22nd, Maybon Autumn Equinox in the Northern Hemisphere... The next full moon that rises strong over the first and second of October starts the fire-air polarity because the full moon will rise in the sign of Aries. So for you Aries folks out there or Aries moons or Aries rising signs, this is the signature moon. Because the sun will be lighting up Libra. I'd like to say something that I hear a lot from my clients and students that I've taught over the year about, Oh my God, astrology is so intense. There's Vedic, there's evolutionary, there's this, there's that. And I just want to tell you and encourage you that of the 35 years that I've been practicing and enjoying this dance, you can learn so much about how to help yourself and others if you just allow yourself to learn sun sign, moon sign, astrology. So for one year, if you just, don't take on all these big courses and all these books and everything, for one year or six months even, starting with this Virgo cycle, if you'll just let yourself get a regular calendar that tells you what sign the full moon's in and when the sun goes into that particular sun sign, you're working with the external, the egoic spotlight, which is the sun, the I am, and the moon, which has to do with what's wanting to be reflected inside of you to balance what's going on in your external world, the moon sign, so in, in this case the, the new moon, full moon, are when the outer light is on, new moon, because the sun and moon are in the same sign, same zodiac sign, and then at the next full moon, they make that opposition. So at the beginning of September, we had the glorious Pisces full moon. So think back you know this is just the new moon which was 2 weeks just 2 weeks ago when we had the pisces full moon pisces full moon finishes out a full lunar cycle because pisces is the 12th sign this next full moon coming up so we have virgo now telling us get to work do it right do it right the first time be conscientious don't just slide the dirt under the rug do it the right way the first time the next full moon starts a whole new zodiacal sequence of the moons in their regular order so we'll have the aries full moon that comes up the first of october then the next one will be the taurus full moon when the sun goes into scorpio and if you'll just learn your 12 signs and they're opposite signs so if you've got aries it's balanced sign is libra if you've got taurus it's balanced sign six months later is scorpio and you just go down the list gemini it's sag cancer it's capricorn leo it's aquarius And Virgo, where we are right now, Voidwalkers, it's Pisces. So Virgo has to do with the conscious mind. And although it's governed or ruled by the planetary energies of Mercury, Hermes, different than Gemini, different than Gemini. Gemini is like Peter Pan. And Virgo is the story. The Virgo-Pisces axis is Cinderella. When you think about the, the Disney or the storybook of Cinderella. So both of her parents had died And so she gets taken in by this family, and she has this uh, stepmother, and there's other siblings. There's other female siblings, and so there's that sibling rivalry, and they dress up, and they go out, and she has to sweep the, the, the fireplace, and she's like the chimney sweep, and she always has to do the actual grunt chores. Virgo, clean the house. Do this, do that. Virgo, you do the work we're going out. So they're fancy pants going out and doing what they want to, but she's always left behind. So the Pisces sense of feeling not good enough or rejected is reflected in that part of Cinderella, but she has faith. She does the chores because it's her only option really in her mind is just to whistle while she works and try to do the best that she can. And so then, as we all know, the story ends up with magic happens and The fairy godmother comes, that's real Pisces, out of nowhere, out of the blue, and the pumpkins are turned into a coat, and the mice are turned into the beautiful horses, and there's a magic spell that's cast, and she's to go to the ball, which is a dance, which is very Piscean, but there's Virgo-specific rules, be home by midnight, when the clock strikes midnight. Well, astrology is a sky clock, so right now we're at six o'clock. Right now we're at Virgo, 6 o'clock, and by the way, Pisces is the 12th sign, so it's midnight. And so Cinderella fits that archetype. So are you the jealous, bickering stepsisters who never think that Cinderella would be chosen by the prince? And there's a glass slipper, so Pisces rules the seat, so she runs out, the clock is striking, the prince out of all the beautiful females chooses her, even though the stepmother and the stepsisters are there, they don't recognize her because she's all dolled up by magic, she's enchanting. And so the clock strikes midnight, she's got to run and leave, and Pisces rules the feet, and so the glass slipper is left behind, and the prince knows he's met his true love, his soulmate, and so he starts to search the kingdom high and low for the foot that will slip into that slipper. Well, of course, her stepsisters, having no idea, hope that their big old feet will slide into that little Piscean high-arched glass, slipper, glass, because there's nothing to hide. You can see through it. My feet are innocent. My feet are pure. I ran only because I had Virgo rules. I had to be home because I was blessed to be able to come here in the first place. So I will respect the rules. That's Virgo. Pisces would have said, let's get high and I'll stay longer. So anyway, so she runs out. And so as fate would have it, the magic that the fairy godmother came to give her He came to her door, and by everybody's surprise, she slipped the shoe on. Now watch what happens with the Pisces, gratitude and kindness, empathic, compassion. She lets the stepmother and the mean, jealous stepsisters also come to reside in the kingdom when she marries the prince. So she doesn't come back with revenge. She doesn't come back with spite. She just continues feet, Pisces, walking forward into the glory, into the bliss, into the pastures of pleasure. That's what Virgo will give you. If you think about win-win scenarios, you're not jealous of your, com- your competitors. It's okay if they're, like Joe said at the beginning, other people are, you know, wanting me to be or other, his other guests on to other shows. Joe's not jealous about that. Joe knows who's loyal to him. Joe knows how to test that mantle of the quality of someone's true nature because he knows magic, and he knows how to test it, and so there's a comfort, and there's a security when you know your tribe may expand, but your tribe is loyal to you, there's some kind of emotional magic with that, and soul security, and that's what Virgo gives you, you know, as we, what we give out comes back to us, so I wanted, my my spirit guides told me that for the this season, each year, even though Virgo comes around every year and all the signs do their season, their celestial season, the cosmic conditions, Virgo this year, they, they've been giving me a letter and telling me to play with the words. So they said, for Virgo, they gave me the word W. And of course, you all can, in chat and everything, can come up with your own. But they said, think hmm. about W words.
0: That's a W for Virgo. in Arkansas.
1: Yep. Wisdom, water, wonder, woman, work, Weather, witness, wellness, which. So it has a lot to do with, and I love the wonder. I love the wandering. I love the the wonder, and I love the wind. You know, I love the wind. So this is about. Think about between now and mid October. If you had to pick a word, as a talisman, as an energetic affirmation reminder, which word that begins with a W? Wealth. Which word that begins with a W would be most appealing to you? And as with any new moon, even though the moon is technically moved into Libra, you want to do your rituals, you want to light your candle, very simple ritual, light a candle. You want to light a candle after the new moon has seated. So on my time zone, on Eastern Daylight, the new moon, the supermoon of Virgo at 25 degrees of Virgo, which is a seven, two plus five, seven. The magic of that was released at seven o'clock. It is a seven. It's 25 degrees this morning. So tonight, tomorrow morning, if you're a morning person, for me, I'll do it at the sunset tween time of tomorrow night. Once the new moon's happened, then you want to write down your W word, light your candle because... As um, uh, another uh, companion, inspiration, uh, Rick Levine and Amanda were talking about an astrology hub. and, And Rick Levine says, he's so funny. As an astrologer, he was saying, you know, our custom of putting candles on our birthday cakes, it's to light up our new solar year. It's your birthday. Even if you do it two days later or a day earlier with your friends and your meet and greets, the fact that you light a candle on your birthday cake is lighting up and shedding light on the next 365 days journey around the sun it's your solar your birthday your earth birthday is also called in celestial studies your solar return and there's actually charts called solar returns that i do for people that want birthday readings that when it actually gets to the mathematical degree of your sun sign and that's that's like a preview of your coming year so lighting a candle at each new moon You can look at most calendars or find out online what time in your time zone the actual new moon occurs. For me, this one was 7 o'clock this morning. I dedicated the day to the Virgo energies. I didn't go out, just fed the stray cat in the neighborhood, came back in and dedicated and and paid respect and diligence to the work that I do. Kept everything else at bay. And I, I was telling Joe before we started the show, it felt so good. And so when you look at the word, entertainment Virgo is about entering into your container what's meant to be for you to enter into so Virgo is is that prescription mode of what do you another w word worship you know what do, are there words and and words and weapons of mass destruction or are there words and wisdoms of mass discernment. So start looking at the script, your current script in this Virgo season, how might I want to edit, cut, copy, paste, edit my current script, because this ties into next March of 2021, we start our new six month bridge of fate, bridge of dreams, bridge of wonder, wealth and wisdom. We become those Magical witches at this time, because this is the last sign of summer, the first sign of autumn in the northern hemisphere. I'm just speaking of where I live. I know it switches on the other side of the world is Libra. So we're gathering the fruits and the berries and the nuts and everything of the harvest that was just beginning to emerge back when we were right before spring equinox. So the two were tied together on the medicine wheel as we come in to harvest. It's the bear. So the bear has to do with, um, I want to be voracious and eat right now because I'm about to go into my hibernation. So bear hugs and teddy bears and our childhood stuffed bears and dress a bear and make a bear. And you know, what can we bear? You know, what burdens do we bear? So you start playing with that animal totem, but it also has to do with from the slumber, slumber, we will emerge again, bigger, stronger. We go hide away for a while and we come back filled with a stronger sense of our advancing biological, spiritual, mental survival skills. So that's what this is about. So some key dates and I'll go through the signs because I know Joe's going to want to take a break. So on September 12th, Jupiter, our big, you know, Capricorn circus of this year that was so strong in mid-January, Jupiter has gone direct as of. September twelfth. We had Jupiter, Saturn and Pluto all retrograde. And so Jupiter's gone direct and at this new moon at seventeen degrees, Jupiter and Capricorn are doing what we call a ninety degree aspect mathematically called a square. When there's a square in the celestial scheme of things, it's where we might be at war with ourselves rather than wanting to cast the blame and project it outwards. So if you are a cardinal sign, of Aries, born around September 7th through the 11th, Cancer, with birth dates between July 9th through the 12th, Libra, with birth dates between the 10th and the 13th of October, and especially Capricorns with birth dates of January 8th through the 12th. This new moon with that 17 degrees is triggering a release as well as a restoration for that. And that also goes if you're rising sign. Is, is in 17 degrees of Aries, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn. This new moon challenges the North Node right now in the, in the 23 to 25 degrees of the mutable signs. So if you're a Virgo or have a Virgo rising, see how specific I get, Joe. I just, you know, really light it up for those that's people that great. want to be copious with details. If you're a Virgo that's born between September 18th and 19th, A Pisces, born between March 17th, 18th. A Gemini, born between June 16th and 17th. Or a Sagittarius with a birthday between the 17th and the 19th. This new moon is kind of rearranging your work and your domestic scene. It's like lots of changes going and lots of dialogue and discussions and hashing it out. Stop avoiding it. The mutable signs are all about we got to understand each other, or we're never going to get on the same page. So mutable signs are more about clearing the air that they're wearing. And it doesn't work for the mutable signs, Virgo and Gemini, to have the silent treatment thrown at them. Pisces and Sagittarius will just leave you and go off and lick their wounds or go smoke a pipe. I mean, so it doesn't work with them. You have to, you have to find a way, your love language or your communication skills especially with those birth dates that I just named. And so Uh, when Joe archives the show, you'll be able to write all this stuff down.
0: And let me tell you something about that too. If you're in a situation to where you get all egoic about it, or I'm not going to talk because they're not going to talk, just check yourself, that kind of stuff. I see a lot of that going around. You know, like, when should I say something? Or you don't know. Just if you want to communicate something, God, just communicate it. You don't have to wait. Just do it.
1: Well, when when you work with, like you know, when I worked with you know in my teens and twenties with Krishnamurti and Paramahansa Yogananda, and and went into really dedicated years of daily um, different types of meditation because there's different types of shamanic journeying and meditation. It's not just mantra mantra based, and it's not just you you have to do shamanic meditation or hypnosis a certain way. The objective for inner Intuition, going to your inner school, intuition, the schooling of your inner self, is to be able to be perceptive enough to still the mind. You don't have to erase your thoughts, but you want to still the mind and the body enough that you can listen to that still, silent voice within. Because that inner voice, your soul, your higher self, to your point, Joe, will, will reveal to you you know, no, this isn't something I can, I I can shove aside. I need to find my voice and I need to be heard. Right. So when your inner self is telling you, this is that medicine for you, this is the medicine bag that you need. This is what's in your medicine bag. Or consequently, if that inner voice says, I know that you really want your answer and you're anxious and you're impatient, but when you get still, and you're able just to chill out with music or and you can go hear a live band. you can have open eyed meditation. You're out in nature, if that does it for me. you're You're hearing music. That also does it for me. Whether it's live music or you're or you're playing your favorite music, and it's you're kind of zoning out, whichever way that that works for you, but you're cognizant and disciplined to say, "I'm doing this ritual, even if you're smoking a blunt you know, or having your elderflower liqueur. I'm doing this ritual, this prayer, this time in nature, a walk around the lake or up in the mountains, watching the snow, watching the the rain. I'm doing a ritual with purpose. And my purpose is the passion of the perception and the intuition that my still powerful sacred guide divine source voice wants to say to me at this time so you enter into virgo is about deep listening so you don't want to override your circuits well i think this and they said this and no, no that's no. that gemini spin zone this is virgo is about the the nuns and the monks and and the they're up in the himalayas they're up in Kathmandu, they're they're in monasteries and they're they're doing mandalas and they're quiet and everything is being revealed to them because they are not distracted by the external noise. So that's, that's the power of Virgo. Now, a couple of bump and grind dates, just a couple of bump and grind dates here that I want you to be aware of. When we get to the period of September 28th and 29th, we start with the red light days because then the rest of them can be yellow lights, pause, go ahead, green lights, zoom, zoom. But if I start with the red light days, and I forewarned you, that's kind of like the fun of astrological languaging, because then the, the harsher energies, don't, they're not able to take root. Or you don't get blindsided because you knew they were like, okay, road construction ahead. So on September the 24th, Mars retrograde in Aries. So that can be internal conflict or that can be like, what do I do with my rage? So Mars, retrograde in Aries is going to oppose. There's our polarity. That's polarity magic. Mercury, I want to say it. I want to hear it. I want to get to the bottom of this in Libra. So Libra is about, well, now everybody's different. Give them some time. Give them away. Let them know that you're interested in the answer. Give them a time. I need to have this answer in a week. It's okay for your Mars and Aries to say that, look, I know you're avoiding, and so I'm not going to get energy vampired by just being avoided all the time when you know that I need to have an answer to this, and so I'm going to give you some time. I'm not trying to control you, but what you're not going to do is avoid me or kick me to the curb. Mars will come forth and say, enough is enough. That could be that September 23rd, 24th, 25th, okay? because Venus is sitting happily in Leo at 12 degrees. So she's happy and she's wanting to get on with light and the flame. She's wanting to leave the light on. So that September 24th, right around in there, that's the middle of those two days of that blooming, September 23rd through the 25th. I picked the 24th as it's a breakthrough or a breakdown. Breakthrough so or breakdown. You, get, okay. you get to ascertain that. You get to ascertain that. And then one more date, on the 28th and the 29th of September. It's kind of like stop, look, and listen because what's lining up on that date is that we've got Saturn turning direct over the 28th and the 29th. And as it does so, because remember Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, all in Capricorn, as it does so, it's going to square off at 90 degrees with Mars and Aries. So if... Aries is the acceleration and the gas pedal, right? Boom, boom, boom. I'm ready to go. (laughs) And Saturn's like, yeah, but look, the brakes are being pumped over here. And as Joe and I have said before, it's a Southern thing that when we don't want to cuss because of our disciplined upbringing, when somebody's being rude to us or somebody's starting to get hostile, we say something like this, better pump your brakes, better pump those brakes and back your truck up. Now, that may sound really mild, but if a southern woman or a mountain man says something like that to you, it's serious. It's really serious. They're thinking about jumping on your head and taking you down to the ground. That's what's going to happen. They're trying to be, you know, southern charm friendly. But if they look at you with that look, <laughs> that mountain mystic kind of look, and it, pump your brakes. Better pump your brakes. Okay, so that's like... There's an Aries acceleration of rudeness or self-entitlement or, as as Joe talks about, ego gone wild. And so a rational person that's ready for a win-win is going to try to tell you, here's your first and final warning. Pump your brakes. Back it up. So when you say back it up, that's retrograde. So Mars is retrograde. And Aries, remember it ties back to that 1988 time. Mars is retrograde in Aries, and Capricorn is about, it's conservative, it's proper, it's respectful. When Mars and Aries gets mad, it's just boom, all over the place. You know, it's like, oh, no, you didn't. Now you cut it loose. So that, you know, or, you know, people say them fighting words. You know, so I, you need to be aware of that. If you're aware of that, then... Although we begin Rosh Hashanah the time of atonement on September 19th at sundown for our Judaic listeners Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur happen between the 19th of September and the 28th of September so that's a wonderful time to atone to release to clear your your own chimney inside of you to you know it's like you're going to be a psychic chimney sweep and you're going to clean up your dirty energy and get rid of the soot Of psychic residue and so by the 29th you'll be ready as Saturn goes direct to say wow I handled that better than I normally do so it's a maturation you're going to handle it in a a very powerful way but more as a mature light worker rather than just like wah 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 I didn't get my way and now I'm gonna throw a temper tantrum that's not going to work while Mars is retrograde it's not going to work for you to be a bully for you to push your way you to think rudeness or self-entitlement will work, you'll find that your your, your legs may get knocked out from under you. It's not the time to push people's buttons. If they give you that look, if the animal gives you the look and you get a sense intuitively, back up, back up, back off, you better listen to it. Otherwise, the comeuppance can easily happen over the 24th of September, over the 28th, 29th of September. And I would add to that, because Mars is the ignition and the engine and going forward and it's retrograde right now, please pay attention to the vehicles that you're driving, the electrical systems, the belts. Um, get it ready if you're in those zones for a little bit of you know, colder weather, put some peppermint oil under your hood to keep the mice out of your wires and you know, just kind of like get your vehicle prepared because Mercury's gonna retrograde by the 13th and so it's really good during the harvest time going into the winter season to kind of do that little check on that truck or that car that you're driving and then again you can avoid the usual problems of retrograde planets and mercury retrograde won't be a breakdown for you it'll be like i was on top of it in virgo i paid attention to it so healthier choices that's virgo blaze the sacred light deliberately onto any of those sludgy, psychic, subconscious energies. Clean sweep it. Understand that if you make a list, if you prioritize your health, Virgo is also good for stocking your refrigerator or your pantry, like in preparation for people that are experiencing fires and hurricanes and droughts and wind anomalies, wind-driven water. You know, just because you're not in that zone right now, the people that prepared in that, some of them lost everything anyway. Yeah. So that's we, where uh, you and I and other void walkers show up to say, listen, I'd like to. I, I need a twenty dollars gift certificate from the grocery store, and I'm gonna instead of just sending Red Cross money, I'm not in the corporate world. There, I don't know if there are people who actually get it out to the people or not. But when you actually put that grocery store gift card or that prepaid Visa into somebody's hands in your local community that you know is going through a hard time, then you know that you've actually, out of the blue manifested magic for someone right. not just other than yourself but as you give i'm telling you i know this when i've had nothing but a dollar in my pocket it's more blessed to give than it's to receive it rocks when you get to receive but as far as the karmic blessings go it may take a while but you'll realize that because you gave more than was expected and you were there in that time it'll bless you so virgo's about your voice Colors, indigo, navy. Your sounds, your voice. Uh, I think your your true first sense is your voice. It's alchemy. The throat center, the thyroid. It's alchemy. So it's like your voice cam. You know, it's it's got to do with how you orate, how you send out your main sense, the sixth sense, you know, so your five senses are your body temple, mm-hmm. but that sixth sense and beyond start the soul senses. So don't be surprised in your dreams and your astral travels and your rituals, your ceremonies, your meetings and your get togethers. Don't be surprised if you don't actually hear intuitive psychic messages showing up with your guides, uh, your, your beloved ancestors and relatives and dearly beloveds that have departed. This is coming into the veil thinning time of Samhain and Halloween, but I really feel it's starting early this year because we've all been hit since the middle of March yeah. with this global
0: with the COVID lockdown stuff. shutdown. Yeah. Are we going to have time to nope. do the signs? Cause we only got like 10 minutes Then there's only an hour yep. left in the show.
1: Yep. Yep. You ready? You want to yep. take a break first?
0: No, just we can start, and then like maybe we might have to stop at the sixth one and then take a break, and then maybe we'll only have 40 minutes to do calls. I don't know.
1: You'd be be Captain Aries. You'd be the one that says how that's going to go. All right, so Virgo, happy birthday. This is a very powerful new moon for you. It's Virgo, Vim, Vigor. You're freed up to start looking at old either empowerment patterns or things that are holding you back. So Virgo is going to end September much differently than they beginning. It's a revamping of your people and your social connections. For Libra, it's your embryonic womb cycle. So it's better for you overall if you allow yourself to chill out, if you're feeling disoriented, if you're feeling artistically disheveled, then you need to re-empower yourself. You need to meditate you need to go if you need physical exercise if you need to like take that time in nature the 12th house is the labor before the birth so you're in you're in the embryonic final cycle of the mother's labor before you're born which comes out when we start libra at autumn equinox so for scorpio it's a change in how you're walking through this life in 2020 and for scorpios you really do need to go back two times, depending on your age, to 1984 through 1985 when Saturn was in Scorpio and then come forward to the year of 2002-2003 when there was many, many alterations beginning to hit both Scorpio and Taurus. So if you're a Sagittarius, your, your main last season of summer is that you need to be in the mindset with a willingness to listen carefully Virgo, deep listening, to listen carefully to those close to you. It's more important, Sagittarius, than you being right. It's more important that you listen and draw other people out. The south node is in Sagittarius, the north node is in Gemini, so it's a partnership type of thing. For Sagittarius, it's a significant other type of life lesson. Capricorn, it's career, it's transformative. Empowerments are imminent there, and it's one that will let you embrace your Better, bigger inner creativity. If you're an Aquarius, wow, you Aquarians right now, thank God Venus is in Leo because you need a break before you break. So try to stay in the moment. Try to be in the present. That's your gift. That's why it's called the present. So you can appreciate the simple things. If you're a Pisces, money might be sparse right now, but financial gain is rolling in. It's headed your way as you pursue more solid opportunities and they're there. Aries, it's career, it's work, prosperity. It's emerging around every corner for you. Romantic relationships are going to heat up like a campfire when you get around that September 22nd and then October 1st full moon. I really, really like that for Aries. Um, As a Taurus, being vulnerable feels a little risky for you, especially if you've got a Taurus rising sign. But it's exactly what you need in order to be successful with your short-term goals. Uranus, the Awakener, is in your sign of Taurus. It's been there for a while. So the moment you think someone's just going to, something or someone's going to act or head it out in a certain way that you think you can predict, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's kind of like the railroad crossing when all of a sudden the, the guy, the railroad engineer, has, has done that, whatever they call that, where they change the direction of the train on the track and it's going to be going on the other rails. So things can go off the rails with you, Taurus, because Taurus and Cancer like things to be really predictable. That's what makes them feel emotionally secure. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't see that happening, Taurus. You, being vulnerable feels risky, but you need to reset yourself. You need to kind of do a reset. Gemini, the north nodes in your sign over the next 12 to 14 months. So that uncanny ability that you have to want to see the good in everybody, you're also going to have to be cautious of people who who may have hidden agendas. It's not a bad forecast. It's a stay aware, trust your intuition forecast. Cancer, you always kind of show up to be the responsible one, the reliable one, because that's what you want in a relationship. We often act like what we want to receive in in our emotional dynamics, but it's important right now for Cancer Moonchild to enjoy some of that downtime, domestic, home time that engages your creativity. Cancer's all like crafty, cookie, doing home decorating. For Leo, there's an exciting, exciting path ahead that's wanting to manifest. It's wanting to seed and take root with this this, uh, new moon in Virgo. It's got financial and materialistic options for you. But I got to tell you, Leo, with Venus right now in, in your sign and Mars favoring you, and Aries, you need to take this positive phase, face your inner demons, and stop overthinking. Stop overthinking. That's it. We did them.
0: Wow. That was like the fastest I think you ever did it before, actually. I took I was...
1: all day studying. You see how that works? <laughs> I,
0: wasn't, I wasn't even expecting you to get done that quick, actually. So
1: I know. See, don't doubt me. Don't doubt me. I surprise you when you doubt me. So yeah, in sorry. our sky clock, I just want to wrap it up for this first hour. In our sky clock, think about the number six. Think about if you give them a job six months, you know, have you been locked, we've been locked down or locked in, and we're just beginning to emerge with this epic, iconic Corona-rona pandemic. So we're just now beginning to, like, what is my new normal? You know, what is my new normal? And I'm one of those that resist the mask. I'll own it. I get I get irritable over it, so I bought one of those face shields, which like the whole thing comes down like a welder's mask, but it's all like see-through.
0: Oh my gosh, so, really?
1: No, no, it's it's nice. It's to. Well, I don't wear a mask most of the time, Joe. I'm telling you, but if it's either. absolutely mandatory, then I. It's all see-through, so it's like it's. I'm not covering my mouth. I'm not. It doesn't eclipse your nose. The air still. It just flips up and down. I'll send you a picture later of it. It's great, and it's just called face shield. So it's like if I absolutely have to do it, which you pretty much don't have to in these Tennessee mountains, you know, we're 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 kind of pushing back on that. But, I mean, if you, especially the mountain men, they're just like, get away from me. And I love that. I just follow the mountain men around the store, and I don't have any problems not wearing a mask. But to be respectful when it's absolutely mandatory, then I'll, it's called face shield, and it's just got a little band across your forehead, and it's like it doesn't fog up. You can wear glasses because I believe in that if you're going to protect yourself from some type of airborne something or other, you need to have your sunglasses on or your glasses on because if you don't think things don't enter into your eye fluid, you're crazy. You crazy. So whatever you think is real about it, you need to be protecting your eyes. Yeah. And the final thing I'll say is Virgo in medical astrology. Virgo is what we call in in Reiki, in in the Chi study, it's the TARA. It's the furnace of the body. So Virgo has to do with the assimilation of food or nutrients and the digestion of it. So it goes in through the throat, Taurus, goes down into the stomach area to, to be assimilated. The assimilation process of what we are going to eliminate or what we are going to assimilate for nutrients and body fuel and nutrition that's the Virgo process. Virgo is the factory, how the body as a factory is assimilating either the junk food or the healthier choices. And Virgo does suggest, this time of year does suggest pre-winter season, it's a good time for you to like upgrade your food and your snack choices. And so Virgo is about that. So in medical astrology, it's about, is your food, are your snacks, are your liquids going in as nutritional fuel Or is it taking energy out of your body? Like are you consuming a lot of diet drinks and you've got aspartame flowing through your veins? I mean, smoke less, do artificial preservatives and sweeteners and things like that less. Try to limit how much carb overload you have in one day. And certainly try to get out and clear your lungs. Like do deep breathing when you're outside your car or you're outside in nature You know, actually breathe in and push out and exhale further because Virgo, it's real good to clear out any stale air in your lungs before it gets so cold or heavy precip. This is a good time to, and and bless your lungs. Just bless, I bless my respiratory system. You know, thank you, respiratory system. You know, give thanks for your good health and your immune system. And I would, I suggest that you seriously investigate for yourself upgrading your D3 levels because D3 and magnesium are lacking in this country. They're not in the soil like they used to be. Not D. She said D3. So D3 and increasing that a little bit, go on YouTube, study it, do your research, do a blood test if you're all scared about it. But D3 resets your other hormones. It's known as the sunshine hormone vitamin supplement type of a thing. And if you take D3... And you increase that a little bit before we get into the colder temperatures that automatically boost your immunity. So I would suggest that.
0: Fantastic, all right. So we're gonna take our first break. You know what that means. And yes, the phone lines are already full, but as soon as one drops, you can call 1-800-588-0335. That's the number to call in to get a free reading from Mary Dusina, marydusina.com. We'll be right back, more Lighting the Void coming up.